Hello everyone. Good morning or good afternoon, whichever time of the day it is. Wow, I'm just um, I'm just reading about this saint of today, Saint Augustine of Canterbury, and it's so exciting. He seems like this knight in shining armor. Wow. Um, so a little background about the saint of today. It, he was he was sent uh, by the reigning uh, pope at that time to to Britain, which was deeply rooted before this period in Roman Britain. But after the Romans abandoned Britain in in the year 410 A.D., what happened in Britain was that the the Anglo-Saxons came in, they conquered, and then there were a number of native tribes in England. So they took over and changed the whole flavor of uh, Britain at that time. And slowly what happened was, the, was Catholicism just sort of lost its flavor and it was shuffled off to the uh, borders of um, England and it survived in monasteries in these extensive beautiful monasteries but there were no there was no essence of the of catholicism in the in parishes and dioceses these had faded away now what happened was this uh, 200 year a period of hibernation was reawakened in the in the year 595 AD when this pope I mean it always takes a thinker someone a visionary so Pope Saint Gregory was the visionary at that time. He devised a master plan. And what was his master plan? To convert the reigning king, Ethelbert. His wife was Catholic, so there was a little hope there. And who would he be sending? None other than our hero, Saint Augustine. Now Saint Augustine was an educated Benedictine monk from Rome. So what he did was that he gathered this train of missionaries. They went on horseback all the way from France to, in to England and they crossed the English Channel on boats. I mean, can you imagine this journey? All these missionaries just, we need to do this. We need to convert England. And they crossed the English Channel on boats, and they went uh, went to the king's court. And the king of Kent, what did he do? He heard their message. I, it would have been like passionate. I mean, all these missionaries coming from France, you know, they preached the gospel message. He converted, and what followed was his subjects converted, and then. There was a whole series of conversions and mass baptisms. Mission accomplished. All because of one Pope who was a visionary, who had a burden for this land and someone to undertake it. Our saint of today, Saint Augustine. What an amazing, amazing saint we have in our church. And now we move on to the Acts, which has so many parallels to the Gospel of John, because both these uh, genres have every 
uh, aspect of a kind of a fabul speech and it's so if you look at this uh, Paul and the whole text and and how it ends with uh, with with the with everyone listening to him and they're all in tears just listening to him give this fabulous speech because he's he's moving on and he's he's giving his final words and equipping them uh, and telling them that hey I'm not going to be with you any longer and you're on your own now so these they feel this sense of isolation that they're going to be facing uh, it's no more going to be this beautiful uh, spread of the gospel message and everyone was so struck and so empowered but now he's warning them he's telling them that there's going to be it's not going to be like it was before um so yeah let's uh, move on to he says um, he starts off with now i'm going to jerusalem bound with the spirit not knowing what shall befall me there except that the holy spirit testifies to me in every city that impris- imprisonment and afflictions await me so just like yesterday he is so aware that that from now onwards the road is going to be tough it's not going to be a beautiful beautiful well laid out road for him there's going to be struggles there's going to be trials there's going to be so much of persecution for him and he in the middle of this um is text right there seems to be what you would call in uh, in literature a kind of a biographical sejura now what's a sejura sejura is a kind of a dramatic pause that writers use to create a kind of an effect in the audience to to make them pause a little bit because it marks a kind of a well in this text two different uh, scenes one is the first one would be the witnessing the witnessing church and then there is that sejura where he says but i do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself if only i may accomplish my cause and the ministry which i receive from the lord jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of god so therein lies this this this, this little pause given there and then he prepares them now you're on your own so he says and now behold and now behold i know that all of you among whom i've gone about preaching the kingdom will see my face no more so that's it that marks the end of this whole evangelizing by these are all the first uh, generation witnesses now after paul he's saying that's the end now you're on your own and what was he preparing them for this between that and the sejura and now what he's embarking them on is a new church now he's preparing them now this is the church i'm handing you a church and he says and it says in verse 28 right take heed to yourselves and to all the flock so he's empowering them he's now he's telling them okay guys i'm leaving now you need to take that authority and empower people empower the, all the flock what was he talking about this new church that was being founded to which the holy spirit has made you guardians has made you guardians and this is the church that we belong to you know it's so exciting in one way it's so exciting because paul was here he was saying okay here i'm handing you a church and to just digress there a little bit that he did not hand them the bible and say okay now here he handed them a church 
So our church is based on the tradition that was handed to them. So this is it, people. This is it. So it says, I'm to feed the church of the, of the Lord which he obtained with his own blood. So this is it. I'm giving you a church. Follow the church. Follow the, follow the, whatever it is that, that, that the church invites you to. That the church welcomes you to. Because this is it. And he says, I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come. And again, you see the parallels in, in John's gospel today, where, where Jesus cries out and he says, do not uh, uh, protect them from the evil one. And I am, as I'm reading, I'm thinking to myself, my gosh, that they're giving us a church. And yet, there is this warning around us. Protect, be protected. From the evil one protect yourselves from the evil one and he says i know that my fears will come among you not sparing the flock from among your own selves will arise men speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them so he's saying hold fast to the church because even among you will rise up and they will separate you they take you away from this church and that you're being handed and Therein lies that, that, that foundation of the fathers that, that uh, we have, have been invited. We are so, so blessed to be part of this church. And today I invite you to just look at, maybe just take some time in your prayer today to just look at how much, how many blessings have I received from my church? How much have people invested to give me this church today? What am I going to do in return for this church of mine? This church of ours, people, people gave their lives for this church. People went distant lands to, to, to spread the church. What am I doing? Today is a day when I cannot sit, I cannot sit down and just receive and receive and receive and be fed. I need to go out there to bring people back to the Eucharist because that is where, that is the summit to invite them into the presence of the Lord, but it does not stop there. To invite them back to the church, because this is it. So I just would like to end here, and I just pray that all of us, all of us may be really put everything else aside, to just take this work of evangelization seriously because the time is now to draw people to speak to people even yesterday i was speaking to a, a hindu friend of mine and i was in between i was just slicing in what what how how what jesus is and how much this how much he has done for us he's the lamb of god just slicing it in between our conversation People need to see, people need to hear the word of God because if you and I keep silent, no one's going to hear the word of God. No one's going to no one's going to receive this Jesus. So I pray, Lord, that even as we are here spending this time, Jesus, that you will imprint and and just fire us up. Holy Spirit, come. Fire us up so that we may 
we may be burning with desire to serve your church, to spread your name, to make your gospel heard. Thank you, Mother Mary, that you will help us in our journey. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will come and just empower us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.